That's it. Take one. That's right. Welcome back, everybody. Show number 816. 816. God, it seems like yesterday wow. we just started this whole thing, Neil. I know. It's amazing. Uh, and, and he's back. He comes back. He keeps coming back. Pastor Renee's back. You know when he comes back? Because I give him socks, right? <laughs> that's oh, I that that's the only reason. I get one pair of socks. I get so every year. Is one pair of socks. Open the drawer. You're like, yes. I gave him to him already. Okay. It was early. I'm he surprised me. he didn't say, oh, <laughs> I got to go home. <laughs> that's true. Now, hey, you what am I even doing here? I'm done. <laughs> you got to wait till the end of the show, Neil. Jesus. Okay, he's gone. Sorry, okay, everybody. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna, we got a lot to talk about, but I want to. You talk to Got the socks. I love nice. these are my favorite see, see, socks. I, I'm endorsing. I'm endorsing. <laughs> I'm, I'm endorsing a see, product now. <laughs> you see, I want to. Yeah. I want it that's still on the table because you talked about it a couple weeks ago yes. about Pastor Renee coming on the show. Mm -hmm. And since you're an ordained minister, yes, I am. It's time. It's time. The competition's. It's it's time. Gonna, it's going to be an arm wrestle. <laughs> like no, there's going to be a Mario. It's going to be. We're going to minister versus. <laughs> One we're legs. gonna get a couple. Gonna, we have to get. We have to find a couple that will have us. Let, let us do a marry off. So, so basically, basically what you're yeah. saying is judges. He's gonna judges. do his stick. I'll yeah. do my stick. Right. Yeah. And the couple picks. Yes. That's cool. It'll be. It would be like Minister Idol instead of American yeah. Idol. Right. Like Minister Idol. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I don't have a chance. No, you got this none. Is ben Stone. Oh, you Ben Stone. DC. Come on. Now we're gonna talk about Ben. I think we should right. talk about Ben Stone real quick. That was that was the beginning of your. Your DJ career, Correct. As, right? As a record DJ, right? 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 right. Can, we're just going to repeat that story because it needs to be told. Hey, you want me to pick that story up again? All right. Yeah. Well, so here's the story. I uh, before I became a pastor, I was in broadcasting. I was in radio, and I worked at radio stations, probably a dozen stations, uh, all over the San Francisco Bay Area, and uh, up in Portland, Oregon, and uh, oh, uh, in Switzerland. And uh, in Reno, anyway, so oh, all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. English radio? Yeah. I am actually Swiss. Oh, you're and fluent so my Swiss? first language was Swiss German. <laughs> Swiss German? <laughs> he is Ben Stone. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, but, you know, my I was working at this top 40 station in Portland, right? So Portland's a cool town, and we're playing all that. This is the 80s. Mm -hmm. So I'm playing... You know the Gap Band and 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 uh, you know Lionel Richie and right. U2 mm. and Michael Jackson I'm and Prince. Stuck on you. Stuck on you. Stuck on you. Stuck to you. That's your shoes. <laughs> stuck on you is Lionel Richie. Oh and, man. Uh, so you know it was it was a lot of fun. But you cannot go on a radio station like that and go. It's the Gap Band with Renee Schlepford. That no, does yeah, not yeah, work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got to have a cool name. So I thought really hard about it. And I was in grad school, actually, at that point. I, that was like the 12th radio station I worked at. And I, like, I wanted to make the change. I wanted to be on the other end of the phone calls I would get from like suicidal people and stuff. And I would recommend, oh, call this church, call the suicide hotline. And eventually I'm like, I want to be on the other end of that phone. I, I want to be the person they call and actually help them instead of saying, yeah, I got 12 seconds to call this pastor I know, bye. And now here's Prince in Little Red Corvette. So what I decided to do was I'm gonna work at this station for a little while while I study, right, to, to be a minister. But I had to come up with an air name. So I thought about this long and hard, and I was so sick of being made fun of. 
Yeah. Because yeah. here in America, in Switzerland, Rene Schlepfer, Rene Schlepfer. That's a nice name. Thank you. It really it comes off. Yeah, it's like yeah. normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rene, they never hear a girl's name Rene over there. Mm-hmm. And Schlepfer, even though it's spelled, it's a tongue twister for Americans. S C H L E E P F E R. They don't. They don't know what to do. It's Scheffler. I always. I've heard that a hundred times. Yeah. Scheffler. Scheffler. Yeah. Scheffler. And so nobody ever knows how to say it right. So they can't pronounce it. Renee's a girl's name. You know, my middle name's Jennifer. Which I don't talk about a lot. That's not. Do we have the reasoning for Renee? Is there a? No, they just liked it. You know, and and so I'm like. can't stand this name anymore. It's brought me nothing but trouble. And so I got to change my name anyway for the, for the radio station. So I thought this is going to be super spiritual. I'm going to choose the first name Ben, which you cannot mispronounce that name and you can't no, it's, you know, it's, mistake it's, it for a feminine name. That sounds masculine yeah, and very, Ben. Yeah. And this is esoteric. It's Hebrew for son of. And then for my last name, I'll choose Stone, which... That's so manly, right? Yes. And, God, and it's, it's so easy to spell, easy to pronounce. Ben, <laughs> guy. ben Stone is the opposite of mm-hmm. Renee Schlepfer, completely. Yeah. And so I thought, that's going to be my air name. And maybe I'll even change my name to Ben Stone because finally I'll have a name that no one can ever make fun of it's again. Not, mm-hmm. screwed up. So it's a top 40 station in the doses at all. The jingles, you know, Ben Stone, oh, Magic you, 107. They have stickers too? They had stickers. Oh, oh stickers They had, so uh, they did a big advertising campaign, Ben Stone coming to Magic 107 on like the sides of buses. And I had my, my 8x10 glossy, you know, holding the microphone. Were you single Ben then? Stone. Yes, I was. Did that help too? <laughs> you Ben Stone? It definitely did. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, perhaps my church might be scandalized. Yeah, oh boy. But, so Ben Stone. So I figure, okay, this is a cool name. And my first night on the air, I'm thinking to myself, uh, this is good. Perhaps I'll change my name to Ben Stone. I was kind of like thinking about this. And I crack up the back room. Magic 107 is KMJK, Lake Oswego, Portland's new music leader. I'm Ben Stone with the top 10 at 10, coming in at number 10 tonight. It's, you know, the police and every breath she takes on Magic 107 with Ben Stone. Turn off the microphone. All the request lines are lit up like a Christmas tree. First call I answer, Magic 107, can I help you? About a junior high-aged guy on the other end of the line. And I can, they're listening to the radio station. I can hear the yeah. background, like, on delay, and I can hear his friends laughing. He goes, oh, yeah, me and my friends want to know, is this Ben Stone? And I said, yeah, man, it's Ben Stone. And he goes, we just want to know, have you Ben Stone lately? <laughs> they hang up and I go, what did I do? No! Like literally every single night. It was like, did you name yourself that because you're a stoner? Not to mention the initials. It's like, is your refrigerator running? No, no. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I had my chance. Yeah. And I deliberately chose an even worse name than Renee Schlepfer. So. What did you do? I mean, how did you, how did you get it? How did you oh, I was out? stuck. You stuck? I was stuck. I was Are we the only ones who want to bring this out of you every time we see you? Because <laughs> yeah, no. it's such a great yes. story. Does it come up you know, every you know day what's weird? What's weird is it's kind of followed me around. I don't know if you know, you know Kyle Pitchford? Mm-hmm. He's one of our pastors at our mm-hmm. church. He's yeah. a surfer. Yeah, Kyle's great. And he said he was out there surfing yesterday. And a guy goes, hey, are you the guy at that church, Twin Lakes? And Kyle's like, yeah, I'm a pastor there. He goes, 
is that the church where your pastor had that radio name, like Ben Stoner? And he goes, ha ha. And Kyle's like, he paddles away. That was yesterday. Oh my God. So anyway. It's out. Sorry, That's we did it. that. Yeah. yeah, I really hate that. Okay, Thanks. so we got the Marioff talked about. We got the Ben Stone talk we talked about. We yeah, the Marioff would, but by the way, I, would, I can never be him in America. How many weddings have you officiated? Oh my goodness. Do you have a number? It's got to be in the hundreds. It's like asking oh, shapers was... how many boards have you shaped. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well. No, but I want to hear the TC version sometime. We got to do it just because I want to hear his. The Mario. Well, want to hear, hear a quick story about my first my first one? No, my first one. My friend Keith got married out way out in the valley off Highway 99, and we had this day set up, and I, my phone went off in the morning. Beep beep. I looked at it in my calendar. It's like you're marrying Keith, and I'm like. In three and a half hours, <laughs> and I literally had to be out on Highway 99, and uh, I, I had a suit and a bag for my daughter's wedding that I hadn't looked at in like years, and I just grabbed it on the way out there. My wife's like, we're like talking about what I was gonna say. We showed up, they're like, we're ready. I'm like, great, my first wedding. Wow. And I rolled. And did you have anything prepared? Nothing. But I just ad-libbed it and uh, told, told a couple stories and made some metaphors. And I was like, we got it. And then I went dancing, had a couple drinks. It was awesome. It was a great wedding. No, I literally was like dancing with the bride that night. But uh, does that happen with you? Uh, you dance? When it's my daughter. Uh, yeah. But, I, I, but after you officiate, yeah. can you be a part well, of it? unfortunately, we have Saturday night services. So a lot of times I got to oh, you got to slip out. But I, gotta, I, I want to know, did you use like a skating analogy? Um, no, because I actually, I, do, I what I did was, through this. this was a racing, Okay. so, so uh, right. the, the Keith, who I know from the racetrack, so it was actually a kind of a race vibe. Okay. I think I did use some race yeah, you sort of do it. figures in that's there. Good. To, yeah, that's the, good. Yeah, oh, that's one of those things, yeah. So I How many have you done since then? I have done. He's, he's done I, he hasn't been <laughs> <off> back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So... Uh, no thank you from them. Give you a card or yeah. something. Uh, I've done three. That's cool. Yeah, where that's you awesome. don't know how many. Hey, everybody. Done. Yeah, TC can do your wedding. So that's why I think, hey. Neil, uh, Neil, I think that's why. I'm okay, obviously. ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking about getting married, take the guy on the left. <laughs> yeah, Ben Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Maui. Yeah. Start off the bat right here. Yeah, what are you doing over there? You were over yeah. there, right? You... Right. So we all know that a month ago, Lahaina experienced this horrible natural disaster. And it's interesting because uh, what I heard was, in terms of loss of life, it was the worst natural disaster, or at least the worst wildfire fire disaster, in the last hundred years. That's in incredible. So far, confirmed mm. deaths, it's over well over a hundred. Yeah. And um, and many of the bodies will never be identified because right. they were uh, just incinerated and, and uh, they're still missing. Very intense. Over three hundred? <clears throat> no, no. The missing is down to sixty-six. Is it now? Okay, good. Okay. So the last count I heard, and I could be off on this, uh, last count I heard was one hundred and fifteen confirmed dead, sixty-six still missing. You know, a lot of the people right after the fires they just split. Right. And they went to friends' houses. They went to the, one of the other islands. They came to the mainland, and so it took them a long time to get a tally on yeah. where everybody was. But there's still 66, the last I heard, that are that are missing. But you know, it's a small island, Maui, mm -hmm. yeah. and you many of you have probably been there. Lahaina is a small there. town. You lived there. Neil lived there for two and a half years. So yeah. to imagine it, it was it was similar to the CZU fires that we went through uh, three years ago here, in terms of its impact. In a, in but the CZU fires actually had 
a much greater area. They were 75 square miles of our county got right. you know, burned mm -hmm. to the ground in the city of fires, which is huge for a county our size. A third of our county was evacuated. Now, the Maui fires, it, they were relatively small. It was only about four square miles. The problem was it was all of Lahaina, basically. Right. And it was the speed of the The flames. speed, it was less than a day and it was over, mm -hmm. but it was all destroyed. Mm -hmm. By the time, I, I have some friends, Don Miller, who's the opinion editor of the Santa Cruz Sentinel, they, he and his wife, Yolanda, live there half the time. They just live a few miles, like two or three miles north of Lahaina. By the time they knew it was happening, it was already over. Right. Because they lost power, they lost cell signal, so it was that fast. Yeah. But imagine, we're filming this here in the boardroom at the end of 41st. So in, I, I went, I landed, I went right to the site with one of the, my friend who's a pastor over there at a church, and we went around Lahaina. Imagine seeing, we didn't get to go, of course, past the, you know, right. the, the security zone, but got to see a lot of it. Imagine all of Capitola Village and like at least a third of 41st Avenue and all the neighborhoods around that yeah. just level. Torched. And there's a few homes and buildings here and there, weirdly, that are still standing. So in other words, it's a densely populated area and and so many people lost loved ones and so many people know people like everybody knows someone who lost someone. Absolutely. And yeah. and but think of all the businesses. Mm -hmm. All of those businesses if you've been to Lahaina on Front Street, yeah. Yeah. there's all those places there, they're all just gone. All well, installed. The jobs. You know, think of like all the, the jobs. I mean the, the cars. Mm -hmm. Now here's the big thing. Now so there's starting to be government aid available to people who got injured, had friends who got lost business income, but you have to prove that you lived in Lahaina. Right. All of their documents are burned. Right. Mm. People just took off, wow. everything got incinerated, and so nobody's able to prove. A lot of people just left their wallets, their driver's well, license. I'm sure their cell phones, laptops, everything got left behind, you ran for your life. So, so what did you, what did you so share, what, what, what have to do? Yeah, so uh, for several years now, we've had kind of a sister church relationship with a church called Hope Chapel, and that's in Kihei, yeah. which is about 20 miles yeah. south of Lahaina. But they have all kinds of sister churches up there in Lahaina as well. And so we've been doing all kinds of stuff with them, all kinds of ministries over there. So when this happened, I called them right up. My buddy Ben is, it's very similar to Twin Lakes. It is a very healthy awesome church they do so much for the community over there very positive very hawaii positive like like it's like here like most of their pastoral staff serves it's just such a cool there's so many connections but um so i call on my friend ben what's going on we started sending money from our relief fund we have a regular fund it's at tlc.org slash relief if anybody's interested but we keep a fund so that we can help with disasters if we have connections. Like the last disaster we helped with was after the big earthquake in Turkey and Syria. So some aid was getting through the Turkey, but Syria is so dicey right now because of the war. It was difficult for any aid agencies to get in there, but we happened to know a church there on the ground. So we were able to send aid to the church. And it got and, there. And it got, oh yeah, they were out wow. there just giving people sleeping bags and all kinds of stuff because they were literally right there in the earthquake zone. So similar to this, right. initially it was very difficult for people to get in, even to get into, because so all the roads north of Lahaina, you know, they were closed. So the people who lived up there north, you know, the Kanapali and north, they, yeah. they couldn't even get food, mm -hmm. gas for their cars, right. nothing. And people tried to go in and help, like, 
I, I have a friend who knows a surfer who lives over there, and he, he had a truck full of stuff for the people who live north of Lahaina. He couldn't get past the police lines. It was so frustrating. He tried to boat, boat in, in. Yeah. They couldn't. They wouldn't let him. But the thing is, Hope Chapel is known. They're known by the sheriff's office. They're known by the police. They're known by all the businesses. So when they showed up with a truck, so they had a truck full of stuff like uh, insulin. For people who had think about that, yeah, people who have diabetes that right. are north of Lahaina, they need their insulin. Right. So Hope, you know, calls up the hospital. The hospital's like, we know Hope Chapel, they're great. We're gonna give you a bunch of insulin, but now they're stuck in this traffic jam. Nobody's letting anybody in. So get this. So another guy is has this this sushi place up in Lahaina. It's all destroyed. So he's leaving with his cooled sushi refrigerated sushi truck. Hope Chapel's just in a pickup truck with all this insulin, and it's all gonna go bad because they're sitting in this traffic jam. So this guy with this sushi cooler goes, I know you guys, you're Hope Chapel. What are you doing, diabetes, insulin medicine? Throw it in my cooler right now. Wow. So they drive the cooler around, and a cop sees them. They go, you guys are the Hope Chapel guys. Come on, we're letting you through. They got right through the line with the insulin for the people. Wow. In other words, they're a known entity. Hmm. They got people who are like, like have those Zodiac boats who run tours. And they were like, Hope Chapel trying to get through? Yeah, throw it in our boat. And they went up there, they were able to get, because they're a known quantity, they right. work already. So what we did was we raised, now it's nearly a quarter of a million dollars for Maui Relief. Brought it over to Hope Chapel. Uh, we wired it right away and then I brought over another check uh, a few days ago. And my raised buddy- by, Raised by Twin Lakes Church? Raised by Twin Lakes Church. And uh, my buddy, Ben, who's the senior pastor over there, he told me uh, a few days ago, he just said, man, I'm wiped. We've been going 24 seven. Hmm. Can you just kind of give me a break for four days and kind of, you know, sub for me? So I, I went over there, I ran the staff meeting, I preached in all their three services. They had a beach baptism afterwards and I, you know, did the little talk at that. And I volunteered a little bit in their distribution center and uh, was just able to spell them a little bit and see what they're doing. And it's beautiful to see hmm. that community even more, I think, than Santa Cruz after the CZU fire or the earthquake is really coming together because I think community was already part of the DNA of Hawaii Absolutely. in yes. general. <clears throat> and right now, as we all discovered after the earthquake, the fires, it takes a while, like a few months after the Pajaro floods for the feds to come through with aid. They yeah. do eventually, yeah. but it takes a while. Yeah. It's hard to get too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you, yeah. you have to be educated. You do have yeah. to be educated. Yeah, that's so, tough. So initially, it's the community, it's the churches, and people like that, the the nonprofits, or the just the generous businesses that are funneling assistance to the people who need help. A lot of people don't have a place to stay, and a lot of people just don't they don't have anything. Yeah. So the church has a coffee shop. It, it's even bigger than it's amazing by the way. Well, Upstairs. I'm talking about the church over there. Oh, I'm talking about yours. Oh yeah. No, no your coffee shop. So they shut down their coffee shop and turned it into a distribution center. Right. Clothes, diapers, food, meds, anything people need, they can just come there and get. So anyway, that's what I was doing over there mm. kind of helping out and it was pretty cool to see, but I'll tell you something, two sides of the same coin that the island is just like in shock right now. Still, right. they're in grief. Mm -hmm. Everybody's, their heads are spinning. But they also need people to come back. Well, and that's, yeah, I just that's saw Alaska. By the way, 
On that, I just saw Alaska Airlines ninety nine dollar Maui flights right now. Southwest too. Yeah, it's ninety nine bucks. So what a great time to go and I would say go there. In fact, that's one of the messages that they. In fact, before this, I texted my buddy Ben over there and I said, Hey, do you have a message that you want me to send? Is go go there and spend a lot Um, of money. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That's their Mm -hmm. thing. He said. Monetary donations are best right now, um, uh, but a lot of NGOs and the government are still waiting for the go-ahead. So it's it's just like churches and other on the ground already in in, in Lahaina. He said, um, but they don't really need volunteers over there. There's a ton of people over there who are willing to volunteer. There is a need for trauma counselors. If you're a trauma counselor, hmm. they do need trauma counselors to go over there even just for a few days. Right and help people unload all of that kind of mental health issues. Yeah. But, and then other than that, they're like, listen, that is just one little town. Yeah. And the north of that town is also shut down right now. But the whole south side, Wailea mm-hmm. and everything, the whole north side, Paia, uh, Hana, all of that is wide open. And the businesses, like there's, there were no waits at any of the good restaurants. Yeah. They all, they're being hammered. So I would say, mm-hmm. It's actually not selfish to go to Maui right now. Right. You actually are you truly help helping the people. I talked to some people who said, my house didn't burn down, but there's so few tourists here right now that my hours are being cut back at the restaurant or the store I work, and I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford my rent. And that's a little month. bit of a backfire yeah. from what the message was in the beginning. Totally. You know, like, the, yeah. I think yeah. that... People will be educated yep. communities yep. on how to yep. deal with this yep. in the future. Because exactly. they basically said, Maui shut down. Go right. home. Don't come. Right. Cancel your flights. Right. And they're saying, oh, shit. Yeah. We, yeah. Get, we need you now. I think that was grief talking. You know, like sure. like if you want to go over there, sometimes you might have had the experience. You go over there, your, your neighbor, you know, their, their, their mom just died or something. And you want to go mm-hmm. over there and uh, comfort them. That first, you don't know what you're going to get. It, the first couple of days, yeah. they might be like, I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, they just like, they're grieving, and so they're pushing you away. But within a week, right. they're like, dude, man, sorry, I was mm-hmm. just, you know. And it was the know, housing thing, too. Yeah. Originally, I think like, that's what, the whole island's mm-hmm. going through that. At yeah. first, they were like, oh, they didn't we know. Need, we need beds. But now, now they, they, they need people to come right. over there. Well, they, what a great story. Yeah. How have you, have you, I mean, I'm sure you're communicating with, you know, the members of your church and your staff. Have you... Are they all filled in since you've been back on yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. happened? I've been doing these little uh, daily reports, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that for the church. And then actually I was back by last Sunday morning. So I was able to share all this with the, with the church too. So, wow, cool. but it's cool to see what's happening, but uh, keep them in your prayers and thoughts and, yeah. and uh, they'll get through it. But you know, this is going to be a major part of Hawaiian history. Mm-hmm. This is a disaster unlike anything that yeah. paradise like that has ever seen before. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the biggest in history yeah. for 100 yeah, years. 100 for us, years. You know? Mention so. real quick about Dave, Dave Nelson giving away soap. Well, last week we had yeah. Nelly on the show. Yeah. And he's a. Uh, yeah, what's he doing? Well, he has a, a friend in, in Maui who's trying to collect some surfboards and fishing gear for uh, for people who have lost boards, stuff, yeah. boogie boards. Cool. Like, and yeah. they, they have a uh, shipping, um, somebody who's covering the That's shipping great. in the container. And I talked to him tonight. He has uh, 70 surfboards at his house and a bunch of fishing poles. I talked to uh, yeah. a guy from State Parks today. They're donating 15 boards, dropping off here tomorrow. That's cool. That's cool. That they uh, have been left behind by mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out somewhere to donate them. Right. And then uh, you get to Bay Photo. Yeah, Larry from Bay Photo. Uh, he he called today and says I want to donate 100 skateboards. Mm. 
That's cool. You know, because I'm That's sure cool. they all got left yeah. behind too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Bay Photo and Larry, thank you for that amazing gesture because <clears throat> yeah. we're going to throw 100 skateboards in that container too. Right, right. And uh, and the connection, like you said, between Santa Cruz and Maui is so it's huge. Deep. Yeah. It's, it's huge. gigantic, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, one, of, one of my biggest mentors in my life lost his house and his oh, art, really? Charlie Lyon, from, wow. originally from Santa Cruz. Wow. And lost and he's an artist in Lahaina and he's an artist and his uh studio was in his property wow. and yeah he lost everything so, lost so everything. yeah yeah you know one of the things that they're saying uh, if you want to donate uh, is please don't they donate used clothes because the shelters have to just throw those away mm -hmm. yeah and uh unless it's something specific like sporting gear which the kids love because the kids are traumatized yeah and sporting gear like skateboards surfboards basketballs and stuff they, they really appreciate yeah. But I know that the places over there that are helping also really appreciate that monetary donation because that way they can, you know, they're keeping constant inventory. Right. You know, we're running low on this or that. What do people need? Water. You Water. Know, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. Know, they, yeah. Have, they have just just <laughs> huge crates of water that mm -hmm. they're giving out. Yeah, it, it's pretty intense uh, over there. But, but, I mean, how many times do you get the refreshed message now? That one of the ways you can really help people with disaster is to vacation on Maui. Are there other you churches? Know. Did you see? Are there other people like yourself? Oh yeah, this? yeah, yeah. So you yeah, did, were, did, did? Did you see those guys or communicate with any of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, Hope Chapel told me that over fifty churches on the mainland have donated their relief fund. So you know, is that cool. not like yeah. a from all it, kinds of it, different denominations? It, it gives you the spirit of humanity is yeah. still there. Yeah, right? That's right. Totally. Is that a reminder for well, you? You know, it is. And I feel like sometimes when people say, Oh, I feel like, you know, the, the country's going down the tubes or or politics is taking us down the tubes, or you know, our churches are bad, or it's because what we hear is all the bad stories of all the loudmouths who say stupid stuff. But I feel like at the grass roots level mm -hmm. they're still like yeah 50 churches that didn't even most of them didn't even know hope chapel right they're they're, they're like picking up the phone dudes what do you need well and i read i read awesome. the sentinel a lot yeah. neil you know yeah. you, you wrote there yeah I, I would love to read that twin lakes church donated raised two hundred and fifty thousand dollars almost almost yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. The, whatever right, this right, is right. for um a cause that's so close to santa cruz we don't get that news. Yeah. yeah. You know? I hope. Are you yeah, doing a press that's, release? That's good news, TC. The good news is not yeah. cousin self. Well, good. I mean, yeah. Ben Stone press release. And they read, <laughs> when they read Ben Stone, they're like, front page. Let me, let me, let me ask you. So you, you came back from there. Obviously, you saw the trauma. You come yeah. back in the state of like, yeah. oh, my God, I went through. Now you're, now you're changing gears, switching gears to your 50th anniversary. Yes. Right, so yes. we gotta that? switch gears to party. All right. How was yeah. that? How was that to yeah. switch? Okay, we go, uh, did you feel like having a party? Like, uh, is there maybe not right it, time for it? Right well, now, it was a little bit of a gear shift, but but also it's a celebration because I what we're doing this weekend is we're having this big party. It's our 50th anniversary on our property in Aptos. The church started in 1890 down at the yeah. harbor, basically, mm -hmm. but now we're there in Aptos for 50 years, and I've been there for 30 of them. But we're celebrating because, first of all, I just think, you know, life's full of hard stuff, yeah. but it's also full of good stuff. And you, the way to get through the hard stuff is make sure you celebrate the good stuff. And it hasn't all been good during those 50 years, so you see how you've come through it, how God has brought you through it. And I think that's important because no, people are feeling uncertain about the future right now. 
and nobody can see the future, right? You can't see the, your own future, mm -hmm. but you can see your past with crystal clarity. And when you look back at your past with honesty, you can, you look back and you go, you know what, through that trauma, I actually got better and I survived that. And when you look back and you see how you've gotten better, how God has brought you through those things, in my opinion, it gives you confidence to go ahead. And that's why partying and celebrating 50th anniversary on our campus or when a couple celebrates, you know, their golden wedding anniversary or a store celebrates 10 years or whatever, those mm -hmm. things are, I think, psychologically important. Don't you think yeah. so? Yeah. Well, no, I, well, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's definitely a feather in the cap to survive yeah. in yeah. today's world, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, right. the, it's, 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 a, well, first off, congratulations, 30 yeah. years. Yeah. By the way, what are you, 18 years old? He's like, I'm going to run a church. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well done. But no, it's congratulations. Also, Santa Cruz Skateboard's 50 years. Really? Yeah. That's next, no next kidding. weekend is their celebration. 50 years. Yeah. They That's started amazing. right where we're standing. No kidding. Yeah, 1973 wow. in this building. That is so cool. Yeah, so and, uh, congratulations because you're in good company. 1973, man, the world was a different place back then. Yeah. Um, I want to congratulate you also on uh, the success of Twin Lakes. You know, we talked about oh, the thanks. coffee shop and the expansions mm -hmm. and the expansion with the schools that you've been able to do. Thanks. It's all through. Yeah, your, your kids went to the school. My, both yeah. my kids went, yeah. and yeah. yours did yeah. too, right? Both our kids went yeah. to Twin Lakes. Yeah. Curly, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And he hasn't changed a bit. No, he hasn't changed, it hasn't aged a day. day. <laughs> I think he's a vampire. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> there's something up with that guy. Yeah, he hasn't aged a day. Um, but it, it, it takes, um, it takes leadership. Mm. You mean it's still thriving, and uh, and congrats to your leadership. What's the secret? How do you? I mean, you basically have this huge flock. You know? <laughs> let me let me just well, real, add to that real yeah. quick. Don't want to, what, what I'm, we talked to add to what you just said is that when you look at the newspapers or the news on TV, you see that people saying church is around the country is less and less and less. Mm -hmm. Where's where's religion going? But you're saying to me, you you said to me, to me out there where your pop your uh, your well you, you know guys we are growing. Have, yeah we're we're definitely growing and what's surprising me and actually it's not just us I want to be clear to state there's some great churches in Santa Cruz and a lot of the guys I know in fact I'm having breakfast with probably 30 men and women who are pastors from all kinds of different churches around here tomorrow morning we have breakfast together every month. It's not like these churches are a competition, you know? Right. And, uh, but like a lot of them are saying what we're seeing at Twin Lakes and none, we're all like head scratching, like what's going on? We're seeing more young families come in, like people in their early thirties with little kids than I think I've seen in 30 years. Hmm. There's like a flood of these people. Looking for leadership in uh, well, world? Yeah, and I think maybe, I mean, I'm psychologizing here, guessing. But maybe it's because during COVID and everything, when people had to, or were encouraged to socially isolate, people went, wow, you know, I, I miss hanging out with people. I want that community. And, uh, and a healthy church would be fun and a good thing for my family. And, and I think people that are starting families are considering that right now. I don't know how long that's going to be a thing, but in Santa Cruz right now, me and my friends that are in ministry are definitely seeing that. So that's kind of wow. cool. I like that. 
And, uh, and so much so that we had, had to like reorganize our ministry to, to like do more, like, like we have like park days for families with kids and, and just kind of change the way we do things because of this flood of, uh, of young people. So that's cool. Well, I mean, it makes that. sense after COVID because there was a loss of community. I, I think that's you know? part of what it is. Uh, and so yeah, yeah. the social factor, yeah. the meeting your neighbors, mm-hmm. the community factors yeah. but, is important. Uh, but two races- during that time, Twin Nations was an anchor as far as where people could mm-hmm. go. Yeah, it was it was it was neat to see how even during COVID, and that was the same year as the fires, uh, ministry just uh, blew up there. I was looking back at our records from 2020 today, and actually, when a lot of people were laying people off, we added 33 <laughs> staff wow. during. 2020. Wow. Because we were hiring tutors to tutor kids, hiring extra classroom aides. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it was. It's a, it's been an interesting situation. Right. But I, I'm enjoying. It's been a great 50 years. Yes, uh, no, and, and congrats. To, well, fantastic. to answer to your question, honestly, I think it's the the the. I appreciate your kind words about the leadership, but but I was looking back at something that. So I've been there 30 years. The guy who was there before me was there 50 years. So in 80 years, they've had two senior pastors. Wow. But the guy who was there before me, Roy Kraft, he, I found something he wrote. He said, people do not want to hear politics from me. They do yeah. not want to hear culture war things from me. They want to hear love. They want to hear that they're loved by us, that God loves them. And as long as I'm loving them, feeding them, that's what this place is going to be all about. And I didn't even know he said that until today. And I look back and I thought, that vibe, that DNA was such a part of this church, it's still like that, I think. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about politics. We don't mm-hmm. talk about those divisive issues. It's about loving our neighbor and loving God, honestly. Well, it almost has an escape from what is day-to-day. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Who needs to hear what they hear yeah. on every news mm-hmm. channel? Yeah. You I want, want to hear something news. different. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how different it was for him than it is for you in, in his term as, as chief. Yeah. As a, well, I'm sure it felt similar. I mean, you think about it, 1973. Right. I mean, you had Watergate going on. Mm-hmm. You had uh, all the protests over the Vietnam okay. War, Just which ended Vietnam. at the end of that mm-hmm. year. So right. I think there was a lot of similar stuff going on back yeah. then, mm-hmm. you know? But Chichi, we're gonna, I, th- I don't think we've done this with him yet. Oh. The, the senior, the, oh. the, right? the season. The season. He's not senior, oh. he's seasoned. <laughs> Season guests. So oh, it, this question, this question is for Ben Stone. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. It's the Ben okay. Stone question. All right. All so right. I'm yeah. switching. So you're off the clock. <laughs> I'm yeah. back to playing <laughs> yeah. Prince. Okay. All right. So, so Ben Stone. Yeah. Your best decade, and there'll be a follow-up question. Okay. Like your in best, my life, or in your life, in, history? in your okay. life, okay. the best decade, okay. and right. why? I mean, listen. Probably everybody says this, but my knee-jerk response is the 2010s right now or the 2020s in, right now because you know it's one word grandkids oh. I, I got five grandkids that are seven to one two one-year-olds a two-year-old a four-year-old a seven-year-old yeah i am all about the grandbabies right now it's it's like the best thing that's ever happened in my life okay i got two follow-up so, questions one right. is what's your grandpa name Okay, so it depends on the kid, but I was just with Emmett yesterday. It's pop ups, pop pops, pop ups, like pop. And, the, pop-ups. and what's, you have more than one? 
Well, you know, the seven-year-old yeah. is grandpa, but okay. the little ones, it's pop-ups. Pop-ups. Yeah, yeah. That might stick. You never pop-ups. know. Something you, never, you don't know. I like pop-ups. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that, too. Yeah. It's like Ben's diseases. Pop-ups. You're going to call him pop-ups Pop-ups. Pop that's Ben Stone. Told, grandpa uh, that Emmett's a two-year-old. I told him yesterday, just don't call me Ben Stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we'll go back to this one. And this could be, again, family-related, but right. the best day. Is there a day that really shines? Oh man, that's a hard one. The best day. I think it's, I think I might know the answer. Yeah. You might know the answer. I know the answer. I think I think because yeah. of social media and stuff like that, and you uh, preaching. I think it was your first grandkid when you had the first grandkid. I was pretty the over first the moon. One. I was pretty over the moon. Like every conversation. I'm a grandpa. I get it. I know. So how many? I have one, and I have, I have one coming next month. How old's your? Uh, four years old. He's amazing. Oh, that's yeah. so. What's his name? Barrack. He's great. Barrack. Barrack James. Barrack James. Yeah. That sounds like a clothier. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have grandkids now? Yep. Not, Not yet. Yeah. He's he's All open. Right. All right. Yeah. I say. Uh, hey, Quinn, I Quinn, if you're watching, get busy, bro. Yeah. So yeah. So, anyway, yeah, we're that, guys, we, but I love it. Can we call it the, the the day you became a grandpa? Let's call it that. Okay. Yeah, we'll take call it. it that. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So sidebar, can I do a sidebar? Yeah, sidebar. Okay. So, TC and I think about our best shows and our worst shows. Okay. Right. We think we think about it. We laugh about it. Do you remember your best sermon? Like this, that was, that the rock was, like, star? Boom, rock star like, night? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. man. Freddie Mercury night where, where you just... <laughs> mic drop? <laughs> mic drop. I'm out of here. Unbelievable yeah. sermon. Standing ovation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Encore! Now <laughs> they got on the PA system. Renee Schlepper has left the building. <laughs> Please go home. No, I'll tell you what it was. It was, I don't know, have I ever told you this, this story? So it was the year, the first year that I ever did church in a casino. Have I told you that story? I, I, yeah, this it's, So I'm up at, I'm, I'm, before I come here, I'm a young guy, I'm pastoring up at South Lake Tahoe. And the church is growing, but it's a tiny little church. It's not even the size of, of the boardroom. And we're packing people in. We're like at three services. What are we gonna do for Easter? So I, I write Harvey's Casino and I say, listen, you got a giant convention center. Can we do church? And then I'm thinking, what did I? They're not gonna. It's Easter weekend. Is there a buffet? I know. They're not gonna want to do that. Have church people go in? So I said, forget it. I thought, you know. So a guy walks up to me after church one day. He's this, just. Intense looking, East Coast, expensive Italian, tailored, suited, That's manicured fingernails, gold chain, shirt open, hairy chest, you know, hair slicked <laughs> back, and he walks a heavy cologne, just exactly this is what he goes, hey, preach. And he goes like this, he goes, my name's Pasquale Penna. That was his name, Pasquale Penna. My name's Pasquale Penna. And he goes, I just want you to know, this church has changed my life. And wow. I said, oh, oh, that's right. He goes, yeah, except that Jesus and uh, everything's changed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said, you're at witness protection? Uh, sure. <laughs> and, and he says, do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> like this, really in my face. I said, yeah. He goes, by the way, and just, you know how these guys are. He goes, kind of massaging my shoulder. <laughs> you're my buddy. By the way, <laughs> I want you to know, I got your letter. 
And I thought he was talking about the letter that I sent like to, to new visitors. And I go, oh, thank you. Well, we are welcome. Lunch is coming up next weekend. I feel like such a dweeb with this guy. Because, yeah, yeah, he goes, I'm talking about the letter you sent to Javi's convention center. He goes, I'm the uh, proprietor of said facility. Just like this. And I go, oh, you know, he was like in charge of the whole place. And I go, uh, the convention center. And I go, uh, listen, I'm so sorry. I know that's impossible. It's a big holiday weekend. He goes, hey, don't worry about it. I got you covered. <laughs> You're gonna and I three. said, I said, well, it's probably some of the people at church wouldn't want you to, wouldn't want to come to a casino, actually. I was thinking about that, Pasquale. He goes, I said, don't worry about it. And I said, I don't know if we can afford the rent. He goes, I said, he goes, he goes, I'll comp you, I'll comp you, I'll comp you, and, and I go, great, so I have to explain it to my board, the, the next board meeting, I go, well, uh, we have to have church at the casino, and they go, why, I go, because I'm afraid the mob's going to kill me, <laughs> we don't, and so this is all 100% true, oh so I go, okay, we got to lean into this, so Harvey's, I've never told you guys this, no, <laughs> so Harvey's casino slogan that year, you might remember, <clears throat> was, the parties at Harvey's. The parties at Harvey's. So, so I took out a bunch of ads that said Jesus is risen. The parties at Harvey's. No, you yeah, didn't. I did. For real. And uh, so, I don't know if this is going to work though. So on Easter morning, I'm there. It, uh, there's so much more to the story, but I'm there on Easter morning, and there's nobody in the convention center except for me and my new mafia friend Pasquale. And I'm thinking, of course not. These conservative church people don't yeah. want to walk through all this, this den of inequity, all the gambling, <laughs> to get into this casino. Oh, and Harvey's, because it's Easter, I kid you not, I wish I was making this up, but Harvey's had hired a couple of Playboy bunnies. Because they're bunnies. They're Easter bunnies. And so they're on the arms of this super tall magician that did all these tricks. These were part, This he was the magician from their cabaret magic show. So they're strolling around dressed like, you know, Playboy bunnies, mm -hmm. handing out candy to the people playing the slot machines and the roulette wheels and stuff like that. And then, so all of our church people are coming in like with their Bibles and the Playboy bunnies are coming up. Would you like some jelly beans? Like this. And, and the, this out and and the like, husband's like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> So I'm watching this going, this is just going to go down as an epic fail, a miscalculation of epic proportions. Oh my gosh. But Pasquale had gone into all 1,200 or whatever rooms up there, and he put a little tent. You know, Easter services, mm -hmm. 11 a.m. down at the convention center. And, and so, like, it starts to fill up. There's 600, there's 700, there's 1,000, there's 11, there's 1,200, there's four, whatever it was. It was packed standing room only, their whole entire convention center. They had to open up all the air walls, people spilling out the doors. So I'm going, what? So they were super responsive, and it turned out, everyone was like, well, we can go to Harvey's and Tahoe and have Easter too? That's like, so, oh, that's like a tax write-off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right. So then it gets better because... The Harveys had also hired this guy to dress in this Easter Bunny costume, kind of like when you go see Mickey Mouse at Disneyland. Complete, full-body Easter Bunny with the head and everything. And he's also out there strolling around greeting people as they're coming in. 
And so he sees people coming in like, what, what's this? Somebody says, oh, we're going to church. He's like, I want to go to church. So he asks his supervisor, hey, can I go to church? He's like, no, it's Easter. You're the Easter bunny. We hired you to work. And he's like, well, you have to give me a half hour break. And he goes, all right, well, you can have a half hour break to go listen to the sermon or whatever you want. I can't tell you what to do, but you don't have time to take off that costume. So if you're going to church, you're wearing that costume. So as I start my sermon, Get out of here. I see the Easter bunny peeking in through the doors and going and like sitting down with his legs crossed, listening to my sermon, and thinking I'm hallucinating. Here. And it gets even better because at the end of the service, I say, hey, if anybody would like some prayer, you can come forward during this last song. And I look up at the Easter Bunny. He's coming forward. He's lined up with everybody else, kind of marching forward. He comes up to me, and he's a, he's a broken man inside. Pastor, I just got some tough stuff in my life, and I'm trying not to laugh. But that guy ended up being a great volunteer for us at church in our children's ministry. He was perfect. Oh, wow. But, so that's my most memorable story. Oh, that's a great story. story. <laughs> Mic drop, Neil, right there. Yeah, that's it. That's amazing. So to follow that Best day. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. So this won't be as long of a story. I don't even know if I want to tell this story actually. But, um, <laughs> Plug the children's ears. <laughs> well, no, I was going to talk about a bad one, but this is a good one. This is a funny one, I suppose. Um, gosh, there's so many. There's so many that are just crazy that I could tell. Wow. Well, <laughs> you might as well I tell mean, it. I mean, so, I mean, listen, there's mistakes I've made. Like one time when I was doing communion, I wanted to say, um, take the bread from the person next to you because we were passing bread down the line. And I, what, I wanted to be casual, so I said, uh, you know, grab the bread of the person next to you. But I accidentally said breast. Oh! <laughs> that was bad. But that's not the worst. Uh, Christmas so, gets colorful. Uh, there was a guy that came up that uh, was just a normal-looking guy, and uh, he came up to me before Christmas and said, Pastor, I want to ask you a question. I said,